Hi guys, I just want to say welcome back to my channel. Um, this is We Got Time by Destiny Lockett, your very own. <laughs> I'm just here to introduce you guys to this Friday's podcast. Our guest this week is very, her energy is just undescribed. Like, I feel like once you hear our conversations, you will just feel her energy through the phone because the whole time I'm just bringing it up. But she's a very virtuous woman. And I think a lot of people are going to relate, you know, feel this podcast episode. Um, I did get a lot of good feedback from my last episode and my previous ones, which I am very grateful for. And... I really value you guys' opinions and feedback because it just allows me to do better for upcoming episodes. We're going to get into the podcast, but before we do that, if you guys could like us on Facebook at We Got Time Podcast, and if you could follow us on Instagram at We Dot Got Time, and yeah, please like and subscribe and leave me a lovely review. You can rate us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Ah. How, are, How you? are you? Oh, <laughs> I'm good. How about yourself? I am doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. That's good. I'm so happy to have you here today. On the We Got Time podcast. Yes, 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 yes. I'm excited to be a part of it. Love, love it. Yes. So I wanted to start off by your introduction. I found your name and I was like, I do not want to butcher it because I'm like, I want to <laughs> say, I feel like I can say it right. But then again, when I think I can say it right, I know I say it wrong. <laughs> so would you like to do your introduction? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, I get that all the time. It's actually pronounced the exact way it's spelled, um, but it is pronounced vocacious. Oh my god, I that did it! First... Yes, I did it. <laughs> I was it's like, really not that hard. <laughs> okay, vocacious. Yes, yes. But I affectionately go by Queen. Queen is my middle name uh, my family friends everyone who gets to know me they call me queen so if equation doesn't roll off the tongue queen is absolutely fine with me honestly you are a queen like i went through your instagram Aww. and i was like <laughs> oh my gosh she is like out here killing the game like you are doing it like oh my god like um what is it called your um the bill her circle i love that oh wow I wow, love oh that. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I've actually been trying to revamp and revive that as a part of my, uh, one of my life coaching packages, just mm -hmm. to have that circle for women who need additional resources um, outside of life coaching, just to have someone in that same space in that same walk of life um, as a resource and someone to be in the trenches with you or, or be in your uh, successes with you. So yeah. I'm definitely um, still doing builder circle. So yeah, just revamping it and retweaking it just a little bit. Do you mind giving us like a little, you know, a little detail on what build her circle is about? I mean, it kind of self-explanatory, but 
I'm pretty sure it's more <laughs> in depth than that. Yeah. So um, the Builder Circle, pretty much, it started off as a just like a social circle or mm-hmm. group um, filled with women who were. Um, I would say in a period of transition. And when I say in a period of transition, they may have been um, maybe just leaving college, maybe just leaving a relationship, finding a new job, just any type of transition that could really make or break you. And having that resource or that circle of women who could kind of give you insight, give you wisdom, be a support, um, and then help you to build who you are. You can find all those resources within your circle. And it started off um, with me after I left college. So when I was in college, I was just uh, really active. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was very well known, but I did a lot of work. I, if you know me, I'm about service and serving people. I love people. So I'm always, as you always saw me on campus. Uh, but after college, as I was transitioning, I find myself kind of lost, you know. Mm -hmm. Once you leave college, you don't have the same things that you had going on. Um, And then you're trying to get out into the job world. And that, you know, people tend to think once you get your degree, you're supposed to have that job automatically. Um, But it doesn't happen like that, right? Mm -hmm. And then also, you know, I I, I just got out of a a long-term relationship with someone who I thought I was going to marry. So so you would think, like, for me, that, that life was just a bit of turmoil for me and it created a lot of chaos and depression and anxiety and I felt like I was by myself I didn't really have anyone I could share that with but as I kind of transitioned through and 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 kind of got up to a a new space and a new walk of life there were different women who kind of I would say God placed it in my life to kind of help me build up who I am today so there were different women who you know helped me find a job helped me um getting get engaged with uh, the community. So there were different women who I helped build me up. And then now I'm able to stand up on my two feet. Um, you know, at one point I was homeless, found a place. Like it was just, just all those resources were there for women. And so I said, you know what? I want to be that same. So I want to provide that same space for other women. Um, and so that's how the Builder Circle uh, got started. Awesome. That's that's awesome. Like. A not, a, there's a lot of support groups out there, but it's always ran by someone who doesn't, they feel like they understand, but they don't, they really don't. And they try to bring mm-hmm. people together. And the fact that you understand and you're starting this, I'm pretty sure it was like impactful for you and for all those other women oh, because they felt open. Okay. Yeah. And that's, and that's the type of space I wanted to create. I didn't want it to be superficial. I didn't want it to be mm-hmm. um, a place where people felt like they couldn't talk or they had to hide pieces of who they are. Um, I really wanted it to be authentic and genuine, a place where people can release. Because a lot of times, black people um, and black women especially hold a lot of things in because we're, we're, we're taught to be strong. We're, we're taught to hide our pain. We're taught to just deal with it and pray about it. But sometimes just praying about it isn't enough. Sometimes you need to have someone naturally and physically there to be able to say, you know what, I've been through it, I'm with you, and I'm standing with you. What can I do to, you know, assist you and help you grow through this? How can I help you help you build through this? And that's what I wanted to do. I didn't want to create another organization or another club that people just get together and just chat and gossip. No, I want it to be something that would build and edify 
who uh, the person was meant to be and also help them to fulfill pur- purpose. Mm-hmm. I am big on helping women and seeing other people in general fulfill their purpose. And a lot of times when you're young, you really don't know um, what your purpose is or you think you don't. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes it just takes being involved and being connected with other people to uh, ignite that purpose that's within you and ignite that passion and, and, and that opportunity to figure out where your purpose lies and why are you placed on this earth. So, yeah. Yeah. I totally agree with that. I just love how empowered you are to do this because a lot of people, they don't have that fire. You know, you got that fire. (laughs) But thank you. Thank you. It's something that I I pray for and I don't take uh, for granted. It's a huge burden and a huge man scary. Mm -hmm. Um, So for those who are in this type of work, um, it's something that you just have to be... um, I would say tough for, and you have to, it, it, it's definitely an enduring process. Mm-hmm. So you really have to be prepared and, and fully grounded in who you are. And it takes time to get there. It, it definitely does. It takes time, but typically people who are built, who are, uh, who come into this profession are typically built for it. So. Mm-hmm. Yes. You sound very, you sound very strong. I, I promise <laughs> you do. Um, <laughs> But yes, I wanted to talk to you about, because I find this very awesome, and like, people like this are awesome, okay? If you're listening, if you are a motivational speaker and a life coach, you are awesome. And that is what Miss Queen, Coach Queen, is here. She is a motivational speaker, life coach, and founder of Build Her Circle. And she is here with us today, you guys. So... We're going to get into some questions. Are you ready for me? (laughs) I am as ready as I can be. (laughs) Okay. So what I like to ask my guests, the first question I like to ask them is, what was the biggest stigma pushed on you as a child? And it could be pertaining to like what your future should look like or how you should run your household or just how you should just run your love life. Like what was that stigma like for you as a like? child wow um as i'm looking back on my life and who i am today i would say um just being a black child Mm -hmm. um and then being a female black child i would say the biggest stigma that uh was pushed on me is that anything that happens in the family stays in the family like we shouldn't counselors we shouldn't see that all we need to do is pray about it and uh gotta see us through it i think that was the biggest thing that stuck with me because you know growing up you see your family hurting you see people um just kind of having disadvantages people going through different things in life and not really seeking the proper help are not really knowing what resources are out there for them because they have been taught and been trained to keep their mouth closed. You know, what happens in the family, you know, even though my sister is being abused because it's happening in the home and mom says, you know, be quiet, you know, this is is about, this is between us and our family, the world doesn't need to know. Uh, People suffer uh, trauma, people suffer uh, a lot of different things. People uh, neglect or or find, find it where, 
you know, they're, they're at a standstill because they didn't have access to resources because they weren't bold enough or they weren't courageous enough to say, I need help um, with this. And I think that was the biggest thing that stuck out to me because for, for a good minute, I would keep my mouth closed um, about things that I was feeling, things that, you know, I, I would be battling with um, internally. And I think, you know, now, <laughs> moving forward, learning and growing, um, being able to reach out to people and say, hey, I'm not okay. And I'm praying and I love the Lord. Um, and spiritually, it helps for a moment. But what about in those times where I just really feel like I need somebody to give me a hug? Um, what are they hugging me for? They need to know what they're hugging me for. So that to me was the biggest stigma is what goes up in your household stays in your household and you don't need to seek counsel that was the biggest stigma i think was pushed um on me on my on my community on family members and all of that wow when you reached that point to where you didn't want the stigma to define you anymore did you feel any type of resentment or did you make it did you think it made you like who you are today I would definitely say it made me who I say. Um, I would say that watching um, my mother go through a lot of different things to uh, to a point where it had a toll on, and an effect on her physical health. Um, I lost my dad at a, at a young age, um, and there were five of us, five siblings. Um, and just a lot of things, you know, my, my dad was an entrepreneur. My mom, she, uh, she was a nurse at one point and she did what she needed to do to make sure that my dad got his business going. And, um, after a while, my dad made so much money that, you know, he took care of everything. My mom didn't have to lift a finger and my mom and dad got married at a young age. So I think a lot of things in her adult life, she didn't really uh, learn or pick up and then as you know as we got more affluent in the community and in and, 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 and finances um, I would say that my dad took care of everything so a lot of things my mom didn't really know so when my father passed away there were a lot of things that were kind of like a shock for my mom and as a result of it some things happened financially um, some things you know as far as you know things going on with kids you know when a parent dies kids kind of act out and they react different ways so having to deal with five children um, in, in grief um, and you're in grief um, and then you're battling you know just kind of feeling lonely because you no longer have your spouse just all of those things um, watching my mom go through and not actually physically sitting down and talk to someone um, and not reach out for resources. I saw that and I saw the effect that it had. And I said, you know what? I cannot allow this to be me. I cannot allow this to be me. I can't, you know, I, I feel and I hurt for my mom and, and things could have been so much different. I, I just think to myself, things could have been so much different if that stigma wasn't there that what goes on in this house stays on stays in this house. Um, and so I, I definitely think that it definitely made me who I am because now I have that thrive and that and that vigor and that um, courage to say it's not okay. 
there are people, God placed people on this earth and resources on this earth to help me. Somebody somewhere with some powers and abilities can help me. Um, I have to petition for myself, not only for just, not only just so, so I can make it, but just for my well-being, for my health, for my mental, for my spiritual, for mm-hmm. all of my beings in general. So that that's where the turning point happened for me, just seeing that. Uh, is where everything changed. Wow. Um, when you talked about your past, it may it kind of came to me as like your past fueled like fueled your future. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. a lot of people take their past and try to like n- not use it that way, and then they don't see any yeah. results. But I feel like wh- what you've done, you. Now, from what what you said happened, that's like that was fuel. Like honestly, yeah. And yeah, and with fuel, we just take it and you know we run with it. It's it keeps us going, and you're going. Like I mean, I feel your energy. Like I'm not even in front of you, and I feel you. Like I'm feeling (laughs) all your energy. That's crazy. I'm I'm like wow. Yeah. Yeah. With um. Huh? <laughs> that's how it's supposed to be yes yeah yes like your energy is like radiant all the way to georgia like it's crazy <laughs> but with all that has happened what would you call this time that you're in right now in your life like pertaining to your mental and your career and relationships wow um I would call this time in my life right now a time of pursuit and intentionality. Um, I am in a space where I am pursuing purpose. I am pursuing everything that God has longed for me to have. Um, I am pursuing my career. I am pursuing uh, financial well-being. I am pursuing generational wealth. I am pursuing um, peace and happiness. Peace and happiness is a constant pursuit. Um, I think that's something that you always have to uh, be an advocate for, uh, especially in a crazy time like this. But mainly, I am in pursuit of making sure that I serve people in the best way possible in my in, in in the strength that God gives me mm-hmm. I am in a place where I am just pursuing everything that is due to me um and then I'm being intentional I'm being intentional about it I want to make sure that I uh grasp the the heart of people I want to make sure that I that I grasp their mind and when you can get somebody's mind you have the ability to help them to grow, help them to see things um, differently than they have now. I think in a time like this, people are are full of fear because um, it's a scary time. People are full of anger, um, bitterness, and they're not hopeful. And my job in this time in this space is to fill people and inspire them with hope inspire them to 
chase after purpose. So if I do nothing else, I am going to pursue everything that allows me to inspire hope and faith and help them to grow on purpose. That is what I that that's what I want to call this this space that I'm in right now. Yes. You talked about how right now are crazy times and like it's crazy because mm-hmm. it wasn't like this like I never thought I would experience anything in this in my lifetime let alone mm-hmm. just anyone I knew but um do you feel like things happen randomly or for a reason like a lot of people feel like this like scientific wise and like religious wise like this time period happened for a reason mm-hmm. how do you feel yeah I don't I don't think anything happens by happenstance. I think everything is perfectly aligned and designed to work the way uh, it's supposed to be. Um, I think this time, especially with COVID, um, I think this pandemic gave us a space to, for people who are busy and who have lost sight of what what they need to be doing and what is important. I think this is a time for them to slow down mm-hmm. um, and kind of grasp life. Life, I think for people who are um, entrepreneurs um, who had this business idea and who didn't really have time to figure it out, well, now you have nothing but time. And I've seen so many entrepreneurs in this space um, grow and thrive and launch like and take off and be successful, uh, you know, in spite of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, again, with uh, everything that's happening in the in the Black community, uh, the social injustice, I think all of this has happened in a time where, again, everyone is at a standstill, standstill and we have no other choice but to focus. Now we have to focus on uh, the things uh, that are actually important. You know, money isn't that, I mean, money, we need money, but money isn't important. You know, the love of money is not important. You know, there are people who are at, uh, there There are people who are, who are in places where they don't have resources, people who are, who are lacking, people who are in trouble, people who are in need that we have kind of turned a blind eye to. But now this pandemic and, and this social injustice has brought everything to the forefront. And do I think it's by uh, by happenstance? No, I think everything happens in a season. Everything happens in order to propel someone to be the person and to be the change that is needed to be in that time. But no, I, I think this is this is all a part of God's plan. And what will happen at the end of that? That I do not have the answer to, but I'm sure after it all, <laughs> God will get the glory. And everything will be in a place that it needs to be. Yes, because honestly, this was a very, like, vigorous wake-up call for me. (laughs) Like, Oh, yeah. I honestly, I I never thought, like, you know, you read about it in school. It happened. Like, you know, the Mm -hmm. Black Plague or, you know, um, (laughs) influenza. Like, stuff like that. You, You read about it, but you just never think it can happen to you you know yeah yeah, yeah. it's just things that we took for granted like washing your hands you know people well i wash my hands right. I, I, just, <laughs> I 
Nasty. Right. I'm like, oh, you tell them that we, you really yeah. gotta tell us to wash our hands. Okay. I, I didn't know we had to be told that. Yeah, there's some people, I'm telling you, working in corporate America, you would be surprised uh, at how many people will go in the bathroom and don't wash their hands. So, oh my God. Uh, yeah, it, it had to be told, apparently. That's crazy. And you know, you gotta be a certain age to work in corporate America, so you should know by now. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, yeah. Wow. But I know it's a lot of things going on, and it, like a lot of people have this wake up call, so they feel like they gotta mm-hmm. get on it, get on it. But I just want to know why do you think a lot of people like? What do you think plays a major role in why people think life is too short? Um. You know. As I was sitting, you know, and thinking about everything that's going on in this pandemic mm-hmm. and seeing so many people lose their lives, um, so many opportunities to spend with your family have been taken away from us. Um, and even in the midst of this, I lost four family members um, in the same month, so back-to-back funerals. So... Um, I think just, just realizing that life is there and then in the blink of an eye, it's gone, it's taken. Um, I think that is a scary thought for a lot of people. That is a scary thought. And so when you think about how it can be here one moment and then the next it's not, uh, I think it just kind of puts things into perspective for you. Now, if you don't experience, if you have not experienced someone close to you uh, dying, um, if you have not experienced that type of uh, death or grief, then for some people who are kind of far removed from it, like it may be somebody in their in their class or somebody on TV, then of course for you it's just like, okay, well, you know, I still got time. Until it hits you right there at home, I don't think it really hits people that life is really short. And when you think about it, um, you're here for a purpose. I think everybody was born specifically in the season that they were to fulfill some type of purpose. And when you think about that, you really don't have time to do anything but fulfill your purpose or, or else you, you know, leave this earth and nothing be accomplished. So I think just from a perspective of having someone close to you, a loved one that has passed away, and seeing uh, missed opportunities, seeing opportunities pass you by, um, it makes you realize that time is short. So, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) I feel like I've missed a few opportunities in my life. But at the same time, I feel like my life is still on a good path. So it's like, I'm not sure if they were meant to be missed or for me to see what, what like could have been in a way to push me to do what should be, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I do think that, I do think that, uh, everything, what's for you is for you, right? What's for you is for you. And God gives us uh, choices, free will. So 
I think that whatever choice you make, there is a blessing for you on the other side of it, regardless of what choice you make. So what is for you is going to be for you regardless of how it happens or when it happens. I, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. And it seems like a lot that you have is for you. I just, I've really, this is my main question for you that I want to know as well. Like what tactics <laughs> like big or small did you put in place to see like change and like to have this progress you have, like to like be doing all the things you're doing. Like you have that momentum, you have that spice. I just want to know what did you do, girl? <laughs> I think, um, life has its way of giving you the push that you need. Mm -hmm. And I would say that in life for me, I've had so many different transition points, so many tough times um, just growing up that most people who, if they were in my shoes, would have quit and gave up a long time ago. Um, And the fact that I made it through it, and I didn't die. The fact that I made it through it and I didn't kill myself. The fact that I made it through it and I still have my mind and my sanity tells me that it wasn't just to go through. It was to help somebody else. And um, I think that's where my momentum comes from because, um, I don't know, I used, <laughs> when I was in uh, school, grade school, Mm-hmm. I would always find myself uh, taking on other other people's burdens. Like if somebody had an issue with someone and uh, some type of injustice or something was not right, I felt so passionate and grieved to speak up and be a uh, a petition for them. And for some reason, I always feel like I have to help somebody. Uh, see it through I, I just I don't know where that came from but I just always had that caring heart and that serving spirit and serving attitude that uh, I felt a need to make sure that person got to the other side and from that point you know just having just different things happen in my life and then me getting to the other side of that and then recognizing that same scenario in someone else's life, I'm like, oh yeah, I see you. I, I've been through that and you can make it out and I don't want you to feel like you can't make it out. So here's what I'm going to do to help you make sure you make it out because when I was going through, I didn't have this person in my corner who had been through what I've been through. Mm-hmm. So you know what? Because I see you and because I know that there's an easier way to get through it and there's some support behind it to help you get through it, I'm going to make sure you have it. I'm going to make sure you have because I remember thinking, it's not fair. Why do I have to go through it? Why, 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 why? And there are teachers in every lesson. There is purpose in every pain. And my goal is to coach you through that. My goal is to make sure that you come out dominating on top. You know, your transitions are teachers. Your transitions are teachers. And I want to make sure that you get every lesson out of it possible. But you're going to have a resource behind you. You're going to have someone who is in your corner and is rooting for you. And somebody that's going to be able to just let you know that it's okay. And I think that's where I got my 
my my my my passion from my fiber from it's just I want to make sure that you make it to the other side because it, it was a time where I didn't know for sure if I had someone that would allow me or that would help me to make it to the other side it, it's because it's a scary role when you're transitioning it's a scary and sometimes lonely role and sometimes you're not alone sometimes you just feel like you're alone but I, I want to make sure that if somebody needs me and they're in that space where I once was, they got me. And that's good. You're 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 there for people. And there's a lot of people that say they're there for people, but they're not actually there for people. But you're showing up and that is something that a lot of people need in their life because they need consistency. I feel like every human needs consistency. And when they don't have it, it throws off everything else. It throws off balance. I feel like balance and consistency go hand in hand. And for you to be there and show up and be about it, I applaud you because we, I want you to keep going with that because we need more people like that because people that break consistency breaks balances. And when we're unbalanced, it's dysfunctional. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and that's why I say I'm, I'm, this season for me is intention is mm-hmm. intentional because I'm intentional about the relationships that I make with people. I'm intentional about the people that I have in my space because, again, when you put yourself in that position to be an intercessor or um, somebody who fights and petitions on your behalf, um, that can take a lot out of you. That, again, I said that's a heavy mantle to carry. And it's so important that you have people in your circle that you're surrounded with that when you pour out to others, they are able to pour back into you. You're able to pour back into yourself um, because you can't pour from an empty vessel. So I'm really intentional about the relationships and intentional about what I say, um, intentional about um, just conversations that I have that's what I'm that's what I'm doing. I'm intentional about how I spend my time. Mm-hmm. But that is very, very, very important, being intentional about how you spend your time. So yeah. And that's beautiful because I feel like time is virtue. And like that's another reason I started the We Got Time podcast because me being young and all my friends being young and seeing like our peers and like people that are probably the same age as us, but not really the same age as us and we just see them like thriving and sometimes we, we either get discouraged or we get motivated mm-hmm. or we just feel like mm-hmm. you know we seem dark and not light and time is a virtue <laughs> it's such a yeah. virtue and it's like yeah. I don't want to say we have all the time in the world because in a way we do but I mean somebody would try to challenge me on that <laughs> if I quoted it but <laughs> I, me personally <laughs> let me just say that you guys, me personally, I think we have so much time because I know me personally, if I'm not going to do it in this life, I'm going to do it in my second life. And whatever I got to do in this life, it will be fulfilling because I want at least if I'm not going to do what I need to do, I want it to at least be fulfilling because that is what you want to fulfill your life. Yeah. You yes. just want to do that because yes. you don't want to leave here unfulfilled because then you just, mm-hmm. you got to go back. You don't want to go back. You want to go forward. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
I think that's 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 the thing. I, I you know, oftentimes when you know how you go places and you play icebreakers, and one of the games uh, that we would typically play, or that always pops up, um, I think there's like a, a question and answer thing. You pull a question from a job, and for some reason, I always get, "What is your biggest fear?" Um, <laughs> and my biggest fear is leaving this leaving this life without fulfilling my purpose, without fulfilling the things that I need to accomplish. That's my biggest fear. Wow. So that's why I'm always constantly working, 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 trying to make sure I get it done. Because I want to make sure that I'm that I'm set up where the people who I am called to serve and help are served and helped. And then I want to make sure that my children are left with the legacy to, to, to carry on. So, yeah. Yes, legacies. That's another reason I like time because I feel like when we build legacies, it extends time. Because Mm -hmm. when we, you know how, like they say, when you pass, energy transfers. Mm -hmm. I think of Mm -hmm. that as like time, Mm -hmm. you know? Like if I were to leave. Huh? So that's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, like I t- think of it as if like if I was to leave this world, I would hope my energy, my motive, my enthusiasm, like everything will transfer into my kids and that will push them to extend time. Like yeah. I'm part of them now. So now we're going together. We got this together. We're going to do this together. Mm-hmm. We're going to get through mm-hmm. together. And then when they take the when they, you know, go, hopefully me and them transferring to someone else and we just keep going we just keep the flow yeah yeah and that's what legacy is yeah that is legacy is legacy again transcends time it transcends life you know it's there even after you're no longer here um and one of my favorite songs um i have a playlist that i listen to that kind of gets me going oh shit Um, (laughs) i'll give it to you but I have a playlist that I that I that I listen to. It's, some is of it is motivational speaking, um, like um, Eric Thompson, ET. I love ET. Um, uh, but a song and my favorite artist is Beyonce. Yes, <laughs> girl, I love Beyonce. Queen B, but uh, <laughs> the song "Bigger" just talks about legacy and just talks about uh, making sure that the work she is doing uh transcends to her children and that you know just igniting everything that's in you it's bigger than what you think it's bigger it's bigger than me it's bigger than you you it's bigger than everything in the world what we are building it's bigger than just what we can conceive in our mind so when we're doing this when we're when we're trying to figure out who we are when we're trying to find our space in the world and find our place in the world we have to kind of think outside of the box and make sure that it's something that will transcend after we, we leave this earth. So, yeah. Yes. I, I love your energy. <laughs> I just love it. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. I just love your energy. Like, I feel like it's just bouncing off the walls in my room. Like, I'm like over here like, wow, she just like spoke to my soul. I love it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> But I have like two more questions for you. 
because I know like it's Let's late go. and I'm like OMG I'm gonna help I'm just gonna I just need to pick her mind she's just so vibrant but um uh, so with your timeline and you seeing that a lot of things influence you like fuel your past fueled you for, with your future do you think you have any regrets Ooh, um, I don't think I have any regrets. That's good. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I have any regrets. I think uh, everything that happened or that I or that didn't happen is, you know, it, it made me who I am today. Mm-hmm. It made the person that you see. But I don't. I don't think I have any regrets. That's good, because a lot of people, you know, I mean, I regret a few things. I regret, like, a, maybe a night I spent out, but my life, I don't, I feel like, yeah, a lot of things happen for a reason, and we just yeah. have to either roll with the punches or get knocked down. Yeah, yeah. I think in all ways in life, there are some things that you're like, man, I really could have did better on that. Or- right, oh. Right. You know, I could have had that conversation a little bit better, but a regret, I wouldn't say I regret anything. Yeah, you're right. I feel like I could have did something better. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think people oftentimes get get that confused with regret. Mm -hmm. Um, But I will say I still have more life to live, so we can revisit that question some years down the road. Yes, (laughs) love it. I love it. Um, and my last question is, is there anything you would like to leave my listeners with today? Oh, wow. Now that, my friend, is the toughest question that you had for me tonight. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, no, 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 no. It's cool. It's cool. Um, I think I can leave the listeners with something is to stay rooted um, and when I say stay rooted, you know, be grounded by faith. Um, stay rooted in hope. I mean, I, I feel like your faith and hope, that is something that when you don't have anything else, you have your faith. You have something that you can believe in, something that will kind of give you that grounding that you need. And um, hope is it's just you're inspiring to be everything you're inspiring to be something you know you you dare to dream um hope is hope is always good to have especially at a time where we're in today so always be hopeful never lose hope and then grow on purpose always grow on purpose and when i say grow on purpose i mean anything that you put your hands to anything that you aspire to be make sure that you are intentional in learning make sure that you are intentional in being the best version of yourself that you can be because when you're your best version you 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 get the optimal experience you maximize your time you maximize your passion you maximize your purpose um and when you're growing on purpose you're always intentional about making sure you're at the right space at the right time. Because when, uh, when passion meets opportunity, purpose is fulfilled. 
when passion meets opportunity, purpose is fulfilled. So as long as you have that passion and you keep yourself intentional about making sure you're in a space with things and space with people and space with resources, when that passion and that opportunity meets, your purpose is right there. That's how you figure out who you are. So go on purpose, stay grounded in, in, in faith and rooted in hope, and you'll go far.